What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Ready Seat Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. And this is episode 50 of the Ready Seat Podcast, guys. I have been doing this for 50 weeks straight. One episode each Tuesday, man. Each Tuesday, I posted at least one episode. Run 11 a.m. Central Time. I can't believe I did it, man. This 50 episodes. This is number 50, man. I'm so glad I'm actually able to do this. Um, I was able to do this. And, you know, I had the capability of actually doing it, man. But I am proud of myself. And you, if you guys have been here since the beginning... Thank you so much for always clicking on the podcast as well. For my newer people, welcome if you are new here. I always talk about horror stuff, anything that has to do with pop culture related. And most of the time, that's what I do. And then also talk about combat sports as well. But today, I really want to speak to you about the Scream franchise, and what is next for it. It has turned out that Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega, who are the main protagonists in the newest movies of the Scream franchise, they are no longer going to be there. They were fired, I guess. Well, Melissa Barrera did get fired, but Jenna Ortega, supposedly, they said that the reason why she's not coming back to screen 7 is because the reason she's not coming back is because supposedly she had conflicts with her with her she had conflicts with her schedule and that's why she is not coming back. But I don't know why they did not wait it. But I don't know why they waited until one of the main characters actually got fired cuz supposedly this was basically discussed months ago and now this news came out that supposedly she's just not coming back right after Melissa Barrera got fired. That's pretty suspicious to me, man. But yeah, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega, they're no longer coming back. The Carpenter sisters, they're not coming back for Scream 7. And it's not looking very good for Scream, man. That just really sucks, dude. Oh, and the reason why Melissa Barrera is not coming back is because supposedly she just shared her opinion about the war that's going on with Palestine in Israel. She is pro-Palestine and I don't know, he just cancel culture, does this thing or whatever is going on. The studios they just decided to fire her because she is supporting that. She is supporting the pro-Palestine. I don't really go into the political stuff. That's just not my thing. If you just want to know about what's going on in Israel against Palestine, just do your own research because I, I just don't really get, get into the, the political stuff. I only really want to talk about the movie mostly, no, not about the political things. But yeah, man, Scream is in danger right now. And Nev Campbell, the lady, the main one from the very first movie, I don't know how they're going to bring her back. 
they're gonna have to give her a lot of money for her to come back to this franchise but i feel like i don't think she can't actually save this franchise either yes there's gonna be nostalgia for the people who have seen the original movies but i don't know man could it be enough just to bring her back and so as gail weathers she is still alive she made it out of life from scream six but i don't think it's not the same anymore just having those three characters for screen seven they just they need to bring out new people i think that's how it is for every single franchise like probably every 20 years or so i believe or maybe like 40 i'm thinking about the halloween franchise how that has been very successful like how they had laurie strode like they brought her back for the 2018 version of halloween and it did well the movies did well other than the halloween ants one the trilogy one that one did didn't do so well but but to me like yes halloween was pretty good the 2018 version halloween kills was good but halloween ends wasn't as great but still it was a decent franchise it was a decent trilogy for halloween and it also had laurie strode she came back to the franchise and it did well while they also introduced new characters into the franchise as well they have already done that for scream and now that the main actresses that were the protagonists they're gone now that they're gone it's gonna be very difficult to actually bring other people into the franchise like i don't know man <laughs> they just need to bring somebody like somebody that is popping right now somebody this is a very huge celebrity with the younger audience that's how i believe that this franchise can actually work this is the only way that scream can actually come back don't get me wrong guys scream 6 was pretty good i had to put it as one of my favorites from this year in 2023 but it just sucks man that melissa barrera and jenna ortega they are gone in the movie scream jenna ortega was was just like barely getting known this was the time when when x came out she had that show wednesday and also other movies as well like she was just starting to get popular right and the thing is she has become one of hollywood's biggest stars because of the tv show of wednesday melissa barrera was was basically the main face for scream now now with these stars gone it is difficult to find another person that can replace them really don't know how they're gonna do it man but they are in danger of making this franchise as good as it was because they were planning on making another movie scream 7 let's see man let's see how they're gonna continue this franchise but it's just not looking good another example of bringing all the characters 
from the original franchises is Andy, like in the Chucky series. Yes, they brought him back in the TV show, but they really don't focus on him. And also they brought back the the voice of Chucky himself. They also brought him back for the TV show while introducing new characters. If two of the main characters were actually fired, this is hypothetical, okay? This is, I'm not really wishing on anything bad on any other franchise, but hypothetically, if just the main character just is no longer there anymore, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad for that franchise, and it's just not looking good for Scream right now. Yeah, man. This does really suck. Yes, Scream is not my favorite horror franchise, but it's still a franchise that I will still watch today. Because the main point of Scream is to find out who the killer is. There's always a mass killer, and you try to figure it out who is the person killing everybody else in the movie. That's what makes it interesting. And it just sucks, man. It just sucks what they're going through right now. And hopefully they'll come back and do something better. But just firing the main characters. Damn, it's, it's, it's like just a low blow for the horror fans. They're not happy. And I am not happy as well. Could it be enough for Nev Campbell to actually save Scream? I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not really sure. They had to come up with something very, very good for Screen 7. Yeah, man. It's just crazy. I just hope it does well. We don't even know when Screen 7 is going to come out. Right now, Hollywood is freaking out. Well, basically, the writers, they are freaking out. They don't know what to do. They had to come out with a good contract for Nef Campo. And let's see how it actually goes. Because if she doesn't even come back into the franchise, the, fr the franchise is doomed, man. They are just doomed. And we don't know what's going to be the fate of Scream now. Yeah, man. It's insane, dude. Now, guys, switching gears. I want to speak to you about this upcoming fight. It's a fight that not a lot of people were expecting, but... It is necessary for David Benavides. David Benavides is going to fight this man called Demetrius Andrade. Who who is Demetrius Andrade? Well, at first, I do not know his name. I really have no clue who he was. I just know of his record, and also he was the the person that was calling out Canelo. Like, he actually went to his post-press conference and told him that he should fight him. Yeah, Demetrius Andrade, that is his name. His record right now, it is 32 wins and zero losses and zero draws. He has had 19 KOs, and this is a good match. I think this is a great match for David Benavides. I believe he is um, 27 and 0 right now. Yeah, yeah, 27 and 0 for David Benavides, and they are going to fight tonight. By the time you are watching this 
podcast, you already know who already won. If I tell you who I believe wins, I'm just basically being biased. I'm not, I'm not really sure how Demetrius Andrade fights. But <laughs> to give you an edge, I have seen David Benavides fight. This guy is a brawler. Sometimes he doesn't really keep his hands up. And like his defense, that's like probably the only thing that he really needs to work on. But like he is a brawler, man. He is very strong. So I, I believe he can give Demetrius Andrade a good fight. That's going to be an amazing fight for him. And if he beats him, that's even way better because he's just one step closer to fighting Saul Canelo Alvarez. That's the fight that everybody has been talking about. The fight that everybody has been waiting for for the longest. Will we ever get in? I don't know, man. Let's just hope so. Let's just hope so. I heard rumors online that supposedly Canelo was thinking of fighting um, another guy before actually fighting David Benavides on, I believe, September. Like, for May, which is the time that always Canelo's fights, he doesn't want to fight him on that day. I don't know why, but it'll be amazing because... Both of them are Mexican, so it's awesome. Well, Dave Benavides is half Mexican and half Ecuadorian, but still, he has the Mexican inside him. So it's pretty good, man. It was a pretty good match for them for that day to represent the country of Mexico. It'll be cool, but he's planning on fighting somebody else before actually fighting Dave Benavides. That's what I heard online. Yeah, like I said, it'll be biased to me to say who will win, but who will win, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I should say it. No, I just, I just let you guess. I, I just give you a hint. Since I already talked about him for almost two to three minutes, you guys already know who I believe is going to win. And there's another fight coming up as well. It's his older brother, Jose Benavides Jr. He is fighting Jermal Charlo. Jermal Charlo, his brother had just lost against Canelo Alvarez. Jermel, that's the one that lost against Canelo. Jermal is the undefeated one, but he hasn't been active for a very long time. I think about two years or so. He's going to fight David Benavides' older brother, Jose Benavides Jr. Jose Benavides was pretty good. But like I said, I don't know, man. I do not believe that probably Jose is going to get the win on this one. I don't know. But a lot of people are saying that Jamal, he's going to lose because he probably doesn't have... The guts to actually fight anymore. Like they say that. He's not the same guy. They believe that. He's going to lose. <laughs> against. Jose Benavides Jr. But I don't think so. I, I believe. Yes he did have some time off. I really don't know why. He had the time off. But. I don't know. But I do believe that. But I, but I believe that he can actually 
can beat Jose Benavides Jr. So for that fight, yeah, I am going for Jamal Charlo. He just has a lot of strength. And Jose Benavides Jr., I believe he has more better defense, I, I believe, than David. But I don't know if that can be enough to actually stop Jamal. And also, he has great attacks against Jamal, but I don't know if that's enough. <laughs> I'll be very surprised if you get an upset because... Yeah, I do believe that Jermon Charlo, he is the favorite he is the favorite for that fight. Like I say, I'm going for Jermon Charlo to win that fight. And for the main events, like I say, Dave Benavides versus Andrade. You guys already know who I believe is going to win. David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how that's how I think he's gonna win. But yeah, guys, I think that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening, guys. Number 50, man. Can't believe it. Episode 50 for this podcast. By this time next year, we're going to be in number 100. One podcast per week, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. And, and if you didn't make it this far, man, make sure to subscribe to the channel or on wherever it is you're listening to. If you're listening to it on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, make sure to follow it and also recommend this podcast to a friend or a neighbor that actually likes listening to stuff about horror culture, pop culture, or anything combat sports related. Maybe they will enjoy this podcast as much as you do listening to it. And that is it, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. As always... Take care and live to the fullest. Bye.